she was this gun-toting, whiskey-drinking broad. The super epic fucking broad. She was a pioneer in the industry. She's also so famous and so controversial. So controversial. So she's kind of a big fucking deal. Her story is so incredible. She belongs on this podcast because she's a broad you should know. Hello and welcome to Broads You Should Know, the podcast about amazing and noteworthy women from history. I'm your host, Sarah Gorski, and hi! Oh my gosh, it's May and I cannot believe it. I feel like it was January like two weeks ago because things have been really busy this spring. Uh, And if you're a regular listener, you'll remember a couple weeks ago I mentioned I was doing a play about Boudicca, the warrior queen of the Iceni. The Iceni were the Celts before the Celts were the Celts before the tribes were united in all of Britannia and the British Isles. Um, We did an episode about her about a year ago. She is a great broad. You should check her out. But uh, being in rehearsals and performance alongside a super busy work schedule has had me really tired. And and Boudicca's story, even though it's an awesome story, is still kind of depressing to live over and over every night. and as an explainer, which is also a little bit of a spoiler for her story, so fast forward if you don't want to hear Boudicca's stories, but the whole reason Boudicca goes to war is that her husband, the war chief of the tribe, is killed. And the Romans storm their settlement and they whip Boudicca publicly and rape her daughters. And even though she unites the tribes and she fights back against the Romans and she ends up destroying a whole fucking legion of Romans, which was unheard of in the day because um, legionaries were the best fighters in the world. Um, in the end, Boudicca does get defeated. And anyway, the show closed two days ago. And at the end of it all, I feel I, I myself am feeling like kind of defeated and kind of sad. Um, and I, I feel so sad. I, you know, I try not to be a downer on the podcast, but sometimes I feel so fucking sad that throughout history, again and again, women are beaten down and raped and destroyed by men. And so I'm going through my files, looking for who I wanted to cover this week on the pod. And I was looking for a little bit of hope and a little bit of light to kind of pull me out of this, you know this kind of sad place that I get once in a while. And, uh, and I found, uh, when I was looking for this hope, Sampat Paul Devi and the Gulabi Gang, or Gulabi Gang. It's probably Gulabi Gang. They are Indian, so I will say right now to all my Indian friends listening, I apologize for the, mispro- the mispronunciations that may happen. Um, but yeah, Sampat Paul Devi and the Gulabi Gang. Um, Devi is a today broad. She's alive and well and working daily miracles in northern India. Um, and in a stroke of weird, not weird, but in, in awesome broad connectivity brilliance, she happens also to be from and living in the same region of another Indian broad we covered, Rani of Jhansi, or in India more often called Jhansi Kirani. She was the broad who tried to play nice with the British colonizers, but when they screwed her over, she rose against them to become a great hero of the Indian Revolution. Seriously, if you didn't hear that episode, definitely look that up after this one. But let's dig in to Devi. Um, Sampat Paul Devi was born in 1958 in the Banda district of Uttar Pradesh. 
Um, Devi was the daughter of a poor shepherd, and in early childhood, she tended the goats and cattle, um, but she really wanted to go to school like her brothers. And her parents were like, no, we're not going to let you go to school. So Devi taught herself to read and write, uh, and she would learn things from what her brother was learning in school. Um, so she And she would apparently like write and draw everywhere, on the walls, on the floors, and on like the village streets. She's like writing anywhere she can. Um, and after a while, apparently one of her uncles noticed how much she loved learning and took initiative to enroll her in school. Um, but uh, apparently at nine years old, uh, she is uh, betrothed, married to an ice cream vendor. Um, and at 12 years old, she's taken out of school and sent to live with her husband and then at 13, she has her first child. And all of this makes me want to scream, by the way, when I hear these origin stories. But for the sake of your ears, I'm going to try to keep it cool here. Um, and Debbie would eventually... Uh, oh, I should also say uh, that child marriage is very common. In, in the partic in, in particularly in this region that she lives in, but um, also in much of India. Um, so Devi would eventually go on to raise five children over the next couple years. Um, and to help her family financially, Devi began to work as a government health worker. Um, but she quit after a while because she didn't find it very satisfying. Um, and Devi said, quote, I wanted to work for the people, not for myself alone. I was already holding meetings with people, networking with women who were ready to fight for a cause, end quote. But I am getting a little bit ahead of myself. We need a, a little bit more context um, before we get to the next part of the story here. So Uttar Pradesh, the place that Devi was born and lives, um, is not a very kind place for women. Female illiteracy uh, is over 47%. And there's very high rates of infanticide, child marriages, and domestic violence. Uttar Pradesh ranks as one of the most unsafe provinces for women in all of India. Uh, in one year alone, they had 1,963 cases of rape, 7,910 cases of kidnapping, and 2,244 cases of dowry death reported in, in just one year year in that province. Um, but even worse, there's no justice in this terrible place. Uh, one journalist said, quote, the justice system in Bundelkhand is dysfunctional and unreliable. So that's where Devi is. And that's where I want to pick the story back up. So one day, Devi is walking down the street and she sees a man mercilessly beating his wife. And Devi intercedes and she runs up there and she pleads with this guy to stop beating his wife. But then he starts beating her up too. Um, and she leaves, but, she, but Devi did not like how that encounter ended. So the next day, she returns with a few other women and bamboo sticks and they thrash this wife beater. And sure enough, this beating kind of sets this guy aright, and he apparently mended his abusive ways. Uh, and of course, 
uh, as it would, the news of this heroism spreads like wildfire, and women start approaching Devi by the dozen. They are requesting similar interventions for their own horrific situations. So all these women start to come forward, and Devi ends up forming a kind of sisterhood to keep watch on all of the community activities and to protest when they saw any injustice or malpractice happening. And by the year 2006, Debbie decided that they had so many women involved that it was about time to have an official name and a uniform. And so the Gulabi Gang was officially formed. I'm sure most of you don't know the translation in Indian. Um, the translation for Gulabi is pink. They are called the Pink Gang. And their uniform is a bright pink sari, which signifies womanhood and understated strength. Sumhan Singh, who is uh, the group's deputy commander in the Mahoba district, is quoted as saying, quote, when a woman seeks the membership of the Gulabi gang, it is because she has suffered injustice, has been oppressed, and does not see any other recourse. All our women can stand up to the men and, if need be, seek retribution through latis. There's a few great stories floating around about things that they've done. One of the great ones um, that I wanted to include was that one time uh, when Devi goes to a police station to register a complaint, uh, a policeman abuses and attacks her in return, and she retaliates by beating him on the head with her lathi. Uh, and another time, a separate story, she dragged a government official out of his car to show him the crumbling road that was in need of urgent repair. Um, I also should mention the Gulabi gang doesn't just beat people up. Obviously, I'm like very attracted to that part of the story because I like when people get what's coming to them. But, but um, it, it's one of their actually last resorts when all other tactics fail. So when they discover crime or corruption or malpractice, they first attempt a dialogue uh, and then they also will hold rallies and hunger strikes. And if none of those other things work, that's when they are pulling out their lathis. Um, Devi says, quote, yes, we fight rapists with lathis. If we find the culprit, we thrash him black and blue so he dare not attempt to do wrong to any girl or woman again, end quote. Um, these tactics have been very effective for all of the people that she supports. Um, Another great example was in 2008, the Gulabi gang ambushed a local electricity office, which had been withholding electricity from people until the people that worked there got bribes or sexual favors, and then they would turn the lights back on. Uh, and the Gulabi gang storms the facility with their lati, and they rough up all the staff inside the building, and an hour later, the power is turned back on in the village. Um... Yeah, they threaten to the, call the police. Uh, they bring victims to sign official complaints. Um, and Devi also takes in girls who have nowhere else to go uh, from fighting violence against women, preventing child marriages, arranging weddings of couples in love, despite uh, the protestations of the family and community, and ensuring the delivery of basic rights for the poorest of poor. The Gulabi Gang's vision is to protect the powerless from abuse and fight corruption. 
Uh, that's a quote from their website. <laughs> I should have said that at the beginning. Um, the, the, yes, the Gulati Gang is also a real, legit organization. I should mention that. They have a website with all their official information, donation buttons, etc., etc., all these great pictures of these women who fight back. Um, they state that their mission is, quote, to support and train women to enhance their basic skills, to become economically secure, and develop confidence to protect themselves from abuse through sustainable livelihood options. Um, and they have a little section on their website of what, of it's like this what we do section. And here is that list. They stop child marriages. They persuade families to educate their girls. They only educate the boys. Um, they train women in self-defense. They oppose corruption in administration. They create awareness about the evils of dowry. They register uh, FIRs against sex offenders and abusive husbands. They publicly shame molesters, and they encourage women to become financially independent. And they do so much more to empower women in the region. Um, there, there's also a case study on their website that I was reading through that um, Devi and the Gulabi gang helped this woman, Prima uh, Rambahuri. They help her set up a leaf plate making business uh, in Badausa village. Uh, which is about 15 kilometers away from, from the main Gulabi Gang's uh, Karelay office, I guess. I don't know India geography very well. But um, these earth-friendly plates are sourced locally from adjacent towns and communities. Uh, people buy them for weddings and, and events and other functions. And the business was so successful that at least in 2003, I don't have an update beyond that, um, Prima employed 500 women in the community and they were each earning up to 150 rupees a day. So for women who previously didn't uh, work or earn very much, that was huge. Um, I also, I have to mention, cause I, it would be like untruthful to omit all negative things about Devi, right? But apparently she has a long list of criminal charges against her, including unlawful assembly, rioting, attacking a government employee and obstructing an officer in the discharge of duty. And apparently at one point she even had to go into hiding. Um, I hear that list of all these criminal charges and all the, I think is activist, <laughs> but um, you know, uh, those are the official documents, I guess. Um, I also should mention that there were apparently some accusations against her for mishandling um the, the funds of the organization. And apparently she at one point um, had to step down from her leadership position in the organization. But all of the articles that mentioned that piece of the story were very vague. Um, and history also tells us that men don't like women in power. And of course, they're not going to like women who are beating on other men. Um, so it's possible there's way more to that story. So I'm not going to lean into it too heavily. But um, alas, I couldn't find any more information than that. Uh, but I want to get back to the gang, uh, because in a region where it was so, so hard to be a woman, um, this the Gulabi gang gained a huge following. Uh, women just heard about it and joined, uh, and all of their powers combined are making such a difference uh, all around, not just in that region, but all across India. So the numbers... 
every article I found listed a different number of people that are part of the Gulabi gang. So one article said 20,000 members, which is a lot of members, by the way. Um, another article said 270,000. And another source said 400,000 um, across uh, 11 districts of India's uh, Uttar Pradesh. Um, Quite frankly, I don't really, <laughs> sometimes with you disparate numbers, they're like close together and I can like kind of, kind of deduce what the truth is. Um, those numbers are so disparate that I have no idea, guys. Um, I'm just going to say that, you know, probably the truth lies somewhere in the middle. But anyway, um, the work she did, the work she does and continues to do, because she did, she stepped down for the organization, but she's still working daily to, to make all these things happen. Um, and the work she does is having such a profound and powerful impact for women who are just suffering so much. Um, I have like, I'm trying to fight. You can tell I'm like fighting emotions. I feel really emotional. Um, when I find stories like this, because it's so rare to see women come together like this. You know, Chloe and I did a, a recap of The Woman King the other day, or not the other day, that was a while back. But, um, you know, that story was moving and powerful because it was women coming together and supporting women and helping make life better for them. Um, and I find those stories so moving because throughout history, we, we don't have a lot of it. Um, and I saw the Gulali Gang and Debbie's story and I just... I just wanted to bring, I, I needed that story and maybe you guys all needed it today too. Um, so I'm just going to wrap up this episode with this amazing quote from Debbie herself. She said, quote, if girls spoke up, the world would change. Be brave. To learn more about Sampat Paul Devi, see pictures of her and the rest of the Gulabi gang, head on over to broadsyoushouldknow.com. While you're there, click on over to the About page and read more about me, my bio, photo, links to my other stuff. It's all right there. Uh, are you following Broads You Should Know on social yet? We are on Facebook and Instagram at Broads You Should Know and Twitter at BYSK Podcast. To suggest a broad, fill out the form on our website or email us at broadsyoushouldknow at gmail.com. Send over more hopeful broads. I love hopeful broads. Are you a fan of this podcast? If so, then you really should help spread the word about us. Share this or your favorite episode with your friends and family or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps new listeners find us. Broads You Should Know is produced by me, Sarah Gorski, and edited by Chloe Skye with original music by Darren Callahan. Finally, if you really enjoyed a little bit of a hopeful story, beaten back the man, beaten back the patriarchy in real time in India, then I highly recommend you check out a few of our other amazing Indian broads. We've covered a few of them. Um, we've got Shakuntala Devi, the mathematician. We have Indira Gandhi, the controversial politician. Uh, we have Karambini Ganguly, who was the first female doctor in India. And then of course, Rani of Jhansi, who was our hero of the Indian Revolution. See you next week for another Broad You Should Know.